Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday morning. This is Get the Funk Out. I love this show. I am so honored with all these great guests that I have calling in and all the interesting people I meet, and it gets more and more exciting. So uh, if you are interested in being on the show or you know somebody who might be a great guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. All right, just want to tell you who we're listening to. That was The Shelters with Rebel Heart. And uh, standing by to join us is Mark Gordon. He's a director, writer, and uh, he's worked on so many interesting things. So he's calling in right now, and here he is. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for having me. Tell me about your project. I know it's a labor of love for you. Uh, yeah, it, the name of the film is Awakening in Taos. It's the Mabel Dodge Luhan story. Uh, and uh, we've been nominated uh, for Best Documentary in this year's Red Nation Film Festival in Pasadena. Uh, we'll be uh, screening it uh, November the 16th. Uh, that's this Wednesday at 6 p.m. at the Lemley Playhouse 7 uh, on uh, Colorado Boulevard in Pasadena. Fantastic. And we're really excited to to be included with uh, this preeminent. It's like the the leading native film festival uh, uh, anywhere. Congratulations! Thank you. Unbelievable. Uh, Go ahead. I, I fell in love with this story about ten years ago. Um, I uh, I had moved back to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and they were shooting a lot of movies here, but they were they were shooting. Uh, uh, Wyoming and Colorado and the Wild West. They shot the Wild West with aliens and without aliens. <laughs> and no one was doing any stories in New Mexico about the people who lived or lived here or about the three cultures, the Anglo, the Native American, and the Hispanic cultures of New Mexico and the art here. And uh, this woman uh, is so relevant to what we're going through now. She was a uh, a uh, hundred years ahead of her time, she was an independently wealthy writer. Uh, she was a social activist, had been very involved with uh, uh, social activism in uh, uh, the early 1900s in Greenwich Village. She knew Picasso and Matisse and uh, Gertrude Stein. Unbelievable. And uh, she, she was a, a, a visionary, and because of her wealth, she had access to privileges that were uh, uh, previously only available to men at that time. Mm -hmm. And, of, of course, the story takes place just as women are getting the right to vote. And uh, she's an early feminist, uh, and she's someone who just follows her heart. I love it. And, and a very established in uh, the social uh, world of uh, New York and Greenwich Village. Uh, she had salons at her home. Uh, every uh, every week, where uh, philosophers and writers and and thinkers and labor uh, labor movement leaders would come, and um, and then in 1917 she moved from Greenwich Village to Taos, New Mexico. Really? <laughs> and she she was she was married. She was in her third. She was married four times. She was in her third marriage. Married to a, a, a post-impressionist artist named Maurice Stern, mm -hmm. whom she really was kind of indifferent about. And um, he went off to Santa Fe, New Mexico, to paint the Indians. 
and she has a dream where she sees her husband's face, and it becomes replaced by this dark Indian face that's like a medicine to her with wide-apart eyes. And the next day she gets a letter from her husband inviting her to come to New Mexico, and she gets on a train and goes, but she wants to get to Taos. She doesn't know why she wants to get to Taos. Yeah, she feels pulled. She's, she's pulled, yeah. and uh, uh, she, she gets to Santa Fe. It's very interesting. In those days, today it's an hour and a half drive from Santa Fe to Taos, mm-hmm. but in those days it was a 17-hour drive, and uh, she's, she, gets, she, she rents a car, uh, hires a car, drives to Taos, immediately rents uh, a flat for six months. Her husband is completely flabbergasted, <laughs> and... Two weeks later, she goes to the Taos Pueblo, and she she hears this singing and drumming coming from one of the homes, and she's invited in, and there's a man facing the fireplace who's drumming and singing a traditional Tiwa song. Mm-hmm. And when he finishes singing, he turns around, and it's the man that she dreamt about. Oh, come on. That's incredible. They're married to... They're, they're both married to other people. Mm-hmm. And through a series of trials and tribulations, they end up, uh, and, and, and it was actually very hard for him at the Pueblo. It was harder for him marrying a white woman than it was for her uh, because of her, her social standing and everything. Right. But uh, they ended up spending the next 40 years of their lives together. What a story. And she gets involved with social activism uh, that uh, there's, a, there's a threat, uh, there's some federal legislation that was aimed at taking 600,000 acres of sacred tribal land that was deeded to the 19 uh, uh, pueblos of New Mexico. Um, uh, the federal government was going to put it in private hands and take it away from the natives. And using her social activism, she joined with the, uh, the Taos Pueblo tribe uh, and with the other tribes, and they were able to defeat this legislation. And part of it had to do with that she mobilized the, the, the Federated Women's Clubs of America, like two million strong. Mm-hmm. They had, women had just gotten the right to vote, and they deluged the congressmen with letters. And the congressmen thought if we don't listen to them, women would gather together and vote them out in a block. Sure. Yeah. So, so at any rate, it's a it's a remarkable story about about the, uh, she brought George O'Keefe out. She brought D. H. Lawrence. Ansel Adams, An- I saw. An- Ansel Adams. Yeah. Uh, she brought modernism to to Taos, and uh, you know it wasn't easy to get to. She put it on the map, and she wrote sixteen hundred pages of of romantic memoirs that are just so strong and powerful and memorable. And then she has a spiritual awakening at at, uh, Taos, had a sacred blue lake where they worshipped. And um, uh, uh, her her husband takes her up there, and uh, she's not feeling too well, so they give her this uh, tea that's made from peyote. And 
She has a life-changing Wait a second. Peyote. Excuse me. Peyote? Peyote? Isn't that like a Peyote. hallucinogenic? It's a... Uh, uh, Native Americans have... Uh, and, and, uh, and indigenous people have used peyote to enhance their, you know, uh, spiritual practices... And it is uh, it is uh, uh, in the psychedelic family. Yes. Yes. Uh, and um, uh, many, it's it's a sacred ritual for many of the Native American right. uh, tribes. I asked that. So, excuse me, because I had another guest on. She was a nun. She is a nun, uh, and she uh, went uh, to another country, and she had a tea similar to that, and became mm-hmm. a different person. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that that's okay. So, so the the. This whole story, it's such a rich story, and I, I think I was telling you that uh, um, I, uh, I had about uh, 10 years ago, I had an open-heart surgery, which was very successful, but I, I realized that, you know, I'd always wanted to make films, and I'd always wanted to make uh, artistic films that were uh, independent and uh, outside of commercial uh, considerations, mm-hmm. and so I decided that I didn't know how much time I had left, but I was going to make the most of it. And so we spent 10 years uh, developing this project. Uh, we raised uh, a half a million dollars with uh, private donations from uh, charitable gifts from uh, $10 to $10,000 and several grants. Mark, that's and incredible. We, that's great. Yeah, and, and we, uh, we've been getting incredible responses and mm-hmm. uh uh, winning uh, winning awards in film festivals, and of course we have a relationship with New Mexico PBS. So uh, in this coming uh, 2017, we're anticipating some uh, a nat- national broadcast of the film. And right now we're just doing theatrical, and we're we're showing it in art museums. That's an interesting niche. They're very interested because it's all about the art and the architecture and the cultures and the of New Mexico. Now, I know you have some showings coming up November 16th, 6 p.m. at the Red Nation Film Festival. and uh, That's at the Lemley Playhouse okay. 7 at, at 673 East Colorado Boulevard in Pasadena. And if people want to call the theater, it's 310-478-3836, or they can go to rednationff.com and, and order tickets. And I know we have to wrap up soon, but is there a trailer people can see? Because I didn't get a chance to see that. Actually, uh, if they go to our website, awakeningintaos.com, awakeningintaos.com, on the homepage there are three videos. And if you look at the middle video, there's like a two-minute trailer about the film. Great. Real, real easy to find. And is that where people can find you? Or are you, or are you on Facebook? How can they connect uh, with you? We're on Facebook. Uh, you know, they can. They, you can contact me directly through uh, awakeningintaos.com or facebook.com uh, slash awakeningintaos.com, all one word, no spaces. And if they just search Awakening in Taos on Facebook, they can find it as well. Now, one last thing before we wrap. The theme of the show, Get the Funk Out. Obviously, we've all been there. You faced open-heart mm-hmm. surgery. What could you say to people that want to do what you're doing or they're in the arts and, you know, they find themselves in a bit of a funk? Well, you know, the way that we made this film, you know, I had decided I was going to make it, that not completing it was never an option. Mm-hmm. And I just took it 
uh, I, I just talk to people every day about what they would say, hi, what are you doing? And I would say I was working on this film. Yes. And, of course, every time I, I described the film to people, I kind of got a little bit better at, at telling the story. Sure. And uh, I just, um, it was my dream. We, never, we had no idea. We never knew from day to day where the money was going to come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but I would talk to people, this is what I want to do. And they would say, you should talk to so-and-so about this, or have you looked in, into this? And it's, it, it, you know, it's the idea uh, that you made a commitment. You can't, came up, uh, we came up with a, a great concept. I mean, it was such a captivating story. And so, so, so unique to our time, especially since we just had a, a, a woman nominated president who won the popular vote. Yes. And <laughs> here's a, a film about an independent woman a hundred years ahead of her time. Sure, sure. Uh, we think we're, we think that a lot of women, especially younger women, will see just how hard their mothers and grandmothers had to work to enjoy the freedoms that we have now, which are also kind of in danger. Right. Well, unfortunately, we have to wrap up, Mark. But one more time, just throw out your website. Okay, it's Awakening in Taos, T-A-O-S dot com. Great. And I, I'm Mark Gordon, and uh, contact me through the website. Perfect. Mark, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. That was Mark Gordon. If you missed any part of this segment, it will be up on my blog uh, within a few hours after I wrap, and the blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be joined by my next guest. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.